0: What is up everybody JT Sports here back to you guys with another episode of the JT Sports podcast on this episode I'm going to be discussing should TCU be in the college football playoffs over Alabama or Ohio State now I'm not going to try to predict what I think the committee will do this is basically me saying what I think the committee should do because this is a popular discussion on Twitter that a lot of people are participating in. And I also want to give my thoughts on Colorado hiring Deion Sanders as their new head coach. Will he be able to win there? If this is your first time listening to the JT Sports Podcast, welcome. I appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure that you follow me on all of my social media pages. You can follow me on Instagram at JT Sports underscore and on Twitter at JT Sports underscore underscore. If you're listening to this episode of the podcast on YouTube, make sure that you leave a like, subscribe to the channel, upload NFL videos and college football videos daily. Also, remember that every video and episode that is uploaded on the YouTube channel is available in audio format on every single podcasting platform, wherever you get your podcast from Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. The JT Sports podcast is available. Make sure that you go ahead, check us out, rate us five stars, and share the podcast with your friends, family, and acquaintances if you enjoy this episode now should tcu be in the college football playoffs over alabama or ohio state now once again i'm going to say this one more time i'm not trying to predict what i think the committee will do this is me trying to tell you guys what i think the committee should do and what the committee should do is put tcu in the playoffs If they put Ohio State in, I can understand that. But at the same time, TCU still should be in at four. If you want to slide Ohio State in at three, okay, even though it kind of would make a little bit more sense to keep TCU at three, and then you just slide Ohio State in at four. I don't really think that Alabama really has a strong case for getting into the playoffs over tcu when you look at all three of these teams resumes right the records they both have one loss you look at their records against teams currently ranked inside of the college football playoffs top 25 tcu is 2-1 and one, same thing with ohio state Alabama is 2-2. They have one more loss compared to both the Buckeyes and the Horn Frogs. Now, you can say, well, JT, they played one more game than both of those teams. Okay, but what's their best win? Because TCU's best win is against Kansas State, who just beat them for the Big 12 championship. And Ohio State's best win is against Penn State, who currently is ranked inside the top 10, and they're probably one of the best teams in college football outside of the top four. So you look at Alabama, what's your best win? Texas, early in the season, which you barely beat them on the road 20-19, to 19, the same Texas team that TCU went on the road and beat 17-10, to 10 and never trailed at any point of the game i mean there's not really a strong argument for alabama getting into the playoffs over tcu i would love to see alabama in the playoffs however there's not an argument for the tie this season yeah, they do have probably the toughest strength of schedule according to the majority of websites out there. I get my rankings and my statistics from teamrankings.com. They have Alabama tabbed as the team that has the toughest strength of schedule in college football. Ohio State comes in at fourth, TCU comes in at ninth. So you look at the difference in strength of schedule. Yeah, Alabama has the toughest. But I mean, the argument that a two-loss SEC season is better than a one-loss a uh, one-loss Big 12 season is ridiculous. Yeah, Alabama didn't lose by a large margin and their losses to Tennessee and LSU and they were on the road, but at the same time, I mean, where is their best win? You can say they have good losses. They lose good. Ohio State lost comfortably to Michigan. But TCU barely lost to Kansas State. A team that they already beat during the season. So, I mean, where is the argument really for Alabama? Honestly. Alabama fans. I know it's hard for you guys to watch your team. Sitting at home, not participating in the playoffs. However, it's not the end of the world. The sky is not falling. You're still going to be playing in a really good bowl game. Even though Bryce Young, we don't know if he's going to play or not. Most likely he opts out. But at the same time, you still do have a lot of talent on that roster. I mean, Alabama is going to be fine. They're just not going to be in the playoffs this year. Ohio State's going to get in. It's not going to be that hard. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State, or Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU, however you want to order it, however you want to put them in, I just don't see the way Alabama gets into the playoffs with two losses. I mean, there really is zero argument strongly for Alabama getting in unless... You're one of those people who feel that Alabama should be in over TCU because they're a better team and they will be favorites over TCU on a neutral field. Listen, the college football playoffs is not about picking who will be favored on a neutral field and who the most talented teams are. The teams who are selected into the college football playoffs are picked based on their overall body of work what they done during the regular season their strength of schedule and how good of a team they are there are a lot of metrics that go into this thing however you can't sell the argument oh alabama would be tcu on a neutral field so they should be in When they don't have the resume that stacks up. You got to have the talent. And you got to have the production or the body of work. Alabama doesn't have that. You're basically telling me Alabama should be in because they're a better team talent-wise. Yeah, they are. They're a better team than pretty much the whole entire nation. Every team in college football would be an underdog to Alabama. Most of them outside of what georgia ohio state maybe a handful of teams so to pitch this narrative that oh we should put teams in based on who would be favorites or not okay like i'm pretty sure there are a lot of teams that are not inside of the college football playoffs top five that probably would be a favorite over tcu but that's not the point it's about selecting the best four teams that also deserve to be in so you gotta pick the best teams that not only are the most talented but also are the most deserving I think a lot of people kind of get this a little bit misconstrued when we make these arguments about this team about these teams and who should be in everybody's not working for Vegas these people who's picking these teams they're not inside Vegas they're not picking odds they're just going off the eye test They don't got time to see what such-and-such record is against the spread and who and who would be a favorite against who on a neutral field. I mean, come on, bruh. Now you're just trying to... When you start pitching me arguments about who would be favorites over who, that's how I know you're running out of arguments. Let's keep this based on strength of schedule, records versus teams ranked inside the top 25, and win-loss nobody cares about who would be favorite. that's irrelevant tell me who are the most deserving teams who also happen to be the best in college football alabama is one of the best but they're not one of the most deserving compared to tcu don't really understand the whole, oh, Alabama should be in because they would be a favorite over T.C., okay? And it's about the most deserving. Jesus, man. Who, who would be favored on a neutral field over Alabama? Not a lot of teams. So, I mean, you look at Alabama's resume at the end of the day, it's not good enough to get in. Alabama fans... You're going to be sitting this one out this year. Okay? But you're still going to be playing in a really good bowl game. I don't think a 10-win, potentially 11-win season is the end of the world. When you've been dominating college football for damn near a decade and some change. It's okay to let another team make it to the college football playoffs. It's okay to see another team win another championship every once in a while, Alabama fans. It's okay. It's okay. It's really crazy how good of a program Alabama is. If they're not winning a championship or if they're not winning the SEC championship every year, the sky is falling. They literally won the SEC championship a year ago. They won a national championship not too long ago, neither. And we acting as if these boys haven't won anything in a hundred years. I mean, come on. Just chill. Enjoy your, enjoy your 10, potentially 11-win season. Okay? It's not the end of the world, Alabama fans. Relax. You're trying to find too many ways to make an argument that isn't really your argument. It's done. Okay. When you start talking about. Who would be your favorite on the neutral field. That's how you know. Your argument is finished. Would Deion Sanders be able to win that Colorado. So. News has officially broke. That he is going to be heading. To Colorado. To be their next. Head coach of the football program. Now Colorado has only had six winning seasons since the year 2000. You look at Deion Sanders and what he has done during his time at Jackson State. 27-5, and 5, two-time SWAC Coach of the Year. They recently just won the SWAC Championship once again. So you look at Deion Sanders. He definitely has shown that he knows what it takes to build a championship program at least at a fcs level now he's moving up to the fbs and definitely we understand that moving from fcs to fbs definitely is a transition and then going from fcs to power five is even a bigger transition but at the same time i think deon sanders aka coach prime is good for it you know people try to say well jt he was only able to win at jackson state because he was able to recruit such a dominant team okay you don't think he's going to be able to recruit at a pretty high level at colorado jackson state currently ranked 68th according to 24 7 sports team talent composite Ranking. There is no other team in the FCS that comes remotely close to where Jackson State is currently talent-wise. Jackson State also ranks higher on 247 Sports. Team talent composite rankings higher than Kansas State, who just won the Big 12 championship. And Tulane, who just won the American. And they also have a roster that's more talented than the majority of the group of five schools out there and some of the bottom level power five programs outside of you know kansas state tulane you guys know what i'm talking about so for Deion Sanders, I don't think his ability to recruit talent at Colorado is going to be a problem. Especially when you consider the fact that Jackson State reportedly had a recruiting budget that in 2021 was less than 20000 Okay, Colorado at least is going to spend... More than, what, 600000 when it comes to recruiting. Now, how much they spend on recruiting and how much they put into their football program compared to the other Pac-12 programs such as Washington, Utah, Oregon, and USC and UCLA, probably not the same. Probably a significant gap. However, I think with Deion Sanders there, I definitely think that Colorado most definitely is going to be a little bit more committed to football with him being the head coach there than how they have been previously. And not to mention, Colorado football generated $21.5 million in ticket sales and donations in 2021. That's way more than what Jackson State brought in in revenue last year. I think they only brought in $2.1 So I think with Deion Sanders going to a school that has way more resources, way more money, better facilities, he's going to have no problem winning and assembling a good team at Colorado. You know, his son, Shadur is going to end up transferring to Colorado. There are reports out there that he's already trying to recruit some guys from the transfer portal. And then not to mention most likely Travis Hunter, the number one recruit from the previous recruiting cycle, who Dion flipped from FSU to Colorado, is most likely going to end up hitting the transfer portal as well. I think that the best players from Jackson State are probably going to follow Dion. I don't know how many of the coaches are going to follow Dion. If Jackson State is smart, they probably would retain a coach from Deion's staff and make him their next head coach. But maybe they go elsewhere. But I probably could see a good amount of assistance following Dion to Colorado. One thing about Dion Sanders is that when he's recruiting these players out of high school or he's trying to sell these guys to come to Colorado out of the transfer portal, he can say, listen, I'm Dion Sanders. I'm a Hall of Fame cornerback. Unlike these other college football head coaches, I have a legitimate resume. I'm not a failed football player. Unlike most of these coaches who end up having subpar careers, end up having to go into coaching, Deion Sanders ends up being one of the greatest football players of all time. So he's telling recruits, I know what it takes To get to that level. I can help you get to that level. You come to Colorado. And come play for Coach Prime. I can help develop. And teach you. And then get you to the league. And there have been. Some Jackson State players. Who have gotten to the NFL. Under Coach Prime. During his time at Jackson State. So with him being at Colorado. I expect him to be able to win. How fast will he be able to win? I don't know, but I'm not expecting Colorado to have one or two wins in 2023, that's for sure. And I definitely think with Deion Sanders having the ability to now use NIL, really how NIL was used to bring in the recruiting classes that Texas a and brought in. So I think now you can actually say, Oh, well, Dion now, he can actually start, you know, with some money out to get some of these top-level recruits and also some of these better guys that's in the transfer portal. So I think Deion Sanders is going to be able to win that. Colorado. Colorado is going to end up having a really good coaching staff because one thing about Deion Sanders, when you look at his staffs, all of them have... Many guys who have tons of coaching experience at all levels. Well, at the NFL level. So I think for Dion, I don't think the coaching staff is going to be an issue. I definitely think that there's going to be some players who follow him to Colorado. Everybody isn't going to come. And then he's probably going to snag some good guys out of the transfer portal also. So... This is it for this episode of the JT Sports Podcast. If you made it to this point, thank you. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Once again, make sure that you guys leave a like and subscribe on the channel. And then, if you haven't already, make sure that you go ahead, leave a five-star review on the JT Sports Podcast. The JT Sports Podcast is available on all podcasting platforms, wherever you get your podcast from apple google spotify amazon go ahead give us a five-star review we're trying to get the 50 five-star reviews by the end of december we're currently at 49 so we most definitely can make that happen go ahead give the podcast a five-star review if you enjoyed also share with your friends family members acquaintances then lastly before we get out of here Make sure that you give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram at JT Sports underscore and on Twitter at JT Sports underscore underscore. Thank you for listening to this episode of the JT Sports Podcast. I will see you guys with another episode shortly.